Hello all, welcome back to the Good Times Cast. I'm your host, Harry Bickings. Hope you enjoyed your three weeks away from the Good Times Cast. It was an accident, obviously. Um, I'm sorry about that. Uh, the episode I recorded last week, unfortunately, had some technical difficulties, meaning I deleted it by accident. Um, not the first time that's happened, right? I feel like I've done that. Possibly about three times. It's getting to the point where people probably won't believe me. So, um, you know. But, we're at another solo episode. It's our second of the season. Or, I feel like... I feel like I'm gonna stop calling this a season. Because I want this to just be the forever... The forever Good Times cast. So, I think officially starting today, this is just the Good Times cast episode six episode six um but yeah welcome back i'm happy to be back next week we'll have a guest i promise um and you're gonna like this one good one good stuff anyway welcome back happy to be back um i don't want to get into last week at all or i don't even want to hear any questions about it thank you sorry can't keep my eyes focused today rough day of work you know how it is um Rough day of work. They want me back on night shift. I won't go back to night shift. Screw you guys, right? It's all about that airplane food. <laughs> anyway, let's get into what we got in store for today. Today's topics, we're going to touch on a new... Two new... Um, things. Two... Two new bits, I guess is what we'll call it. Two new bits. And then we're going to stick with an old one. Today's topics, we have movie reviews with Harry Bickings, and today I'm reviewing a very, very good movie that I saw. Um, and then we're going to go to the news with Harry Bickings, a highly rated uh, bit that I did once. And then we're going to stick, we're going to go to a new one. It's called Inventions with Harry Bickings. I'll explain it when it comes in. So why don't we just dive right into it. We're going to go into the movie review with Harry Bickings. So... What movie did I see? Yesterday, I had the pleasure of seeing Madam Web with Dakota Johnson. And boy, oh boy, was that a good movie. Um, I saw it with my lovely girlfriend, Alex, and my best friend, Joey. Um, and it was a good movie, you know? <laughs> I, I can't say much about it. No. In all honesty, I will say... That movie was probably one of the most messy movies I've ever seen, I think. I mean, I saw a lot of reviews of people saying the plot didn't make much sense. I, I, I got it a little bit. Um, I saw what they were trying to do, but unfortunately they didn't do what they were trying to even do. Um, I think the acting was one of the weakest parts of the movie, unfortunately. You know, Dakota Johnson, love you, but... I just feel like she didn't even want to be in this movie, the way she was acting. Um, I thought, there were some cool scenes, there was this scene, actually, you know what, since this movie's so low rated, should we just do a complete spoiler review? Let's do a spoiler review. Okay, so, I like the whole premise, you know, her best friend is Uncle Ben, Peter Parker's uncle that dies, and that's pretty cool, I think it's awesome. Uh, he has, like, a kind of a big part in the movie, too, which is kind of fun. He's played by... 
I don't know his name. He's a really funny actor, though. I like him a lot. He's in The Good Place. He's in Severance. Ugh. He's got one of my favorite roles in Step Brothers. I can't remember his name. It's pissing me off now. I don't know. But, um... I thought he was one of the best parts of the movie. Uh... <laughs> I mean, overall, I think... It was it was good. It was a it was not a good movie. Um, I thought it was kind of cool how uh, she she met. Oh, what is Peter Parker's mom's name? I want to say Mary Parker. I don't know, but he met Peter Parker's mom while she was pregnant with him, and it was kind of cool. Um, and that's kind of like the whole fun part of the movie is like I don't know but the movie's kind of centered around Madam Webb what is her name Cassie Webb is her name how ironic her name is Webb and she has spider powers no but um you know it was a movie that's for sure um I thought her powers are kind of cool she can see into the future and when she comes back, she can try to prevent things. I thought that was a really cool thing. I would like that to happen. I think the whole diner scene was pretty cool with Toxic by Britney Spears playing. I thought it was awesome. I think, uh, let's see. What else do we think? What else do we think? Um, I think the villain was not good. I think the actor who played the villain was not good. I don't know what his deal was. He, he, I think the line delivery from the whole movie was just not good. I think there was, the CGI was terrible. It was just not a pleasant movie. But, not as bad as people are saying it was. That's what I'll say. My honest, honest review, not as bad as I thought people were, not, not as bad as people were saying it was. Genuinely. Um, my favorite part of the movie, I already said it, the diner scene, I thought that was really cool. Um, I kind of liked how the her name's Cassie Webb. She gets powers through her mom because her mom's dying. And how ironic, the guy who killed her mom is the villain of the movie. But um, when she's dying, some spider bites her, and then she gets powers. And the whole movie's kind of just her trying to find out what in the world is going on. Why does she have these powers? And why is this random guy trying to kill my three friends? You know, well they're not her friends. They're kind of like. They're kind of like these random strangers that she sees in her visions. And then they become kind of like mother and daughter type. Not even friends. They kind of just, she like takes them in at the end of the movie. I don't know. It doesn't make any sense. That movie was just crazy. She's like, I like how they made it kind of comic accurate at the end where she's blind and she can't walk, but she can still see the future. Um... They also had like a different take on the with great power comes great responsibility quote, which was weird. I don't know. I think. I don't remember what she says, but it's weird. Um, but yeah, overall, Madam Web, not good. Not bad. Well, not awful. I think it was overall a bad movie. Um, so the first official rating of Harry's movie reviews has Madam Web at a 4.5 out of 10. Um, now some of you are going to realize over time when I do these is that I tend to enjoy movies a little bit and give them good ratings. So I would say a actual critic score, 
as opposed to my 4.5 would probably translate to like a 1.5 because I enjoy anything. I really do like just about any movie. Even Madam Web was enjoyable at some points. That's what I'll say. It was a it was it was a ride. You know, it was a ride. It was a fun movie that was really bad. But that just about does it with reviews for Harry. I hope I didn't affect to make me look cool when I clapped. And now we are going to join. We're going to do our. Can I try one more time? And now we are going to get into our another uh, another thing. Everybody's favorite news anchor, the news with Harry Vickens. Welcome. Now we did this last time. We touched on the guy who jumped into the. Uh, he jumped into the. The Cabela's tank with the fish. Um, there was the guy who. Uh, the toilet exploded on him in Dunkin' Donuts, and then the the double uterus, um, and the the dog shelter. So yeah, today we are touching on a very interesting topic. Three new topics today. Let's start with the first one. Today we have caught at border with pythons in his pants. New York City man fined and sentenced to probation. A New York City man who admitted to smuggling three Burmese pythons in his pants through a U.S.-Canadian border crossing was sentenced Wednesday to a year of probation and five, fined $5,000. First impressions, um, why in your pants? Why are you putting them in your pants, you know? Burmese pythons, I mean, I don't know what... Burmese pythons are, but I know pythons are not something you want to put in your pants. If anything, I kind of like put them up my sleeve a little bit. I could run them up. And then when people go near me, I could be like Spider-Man and shoot the venom at them. That's what I'm thinking. But anyway, Calvin Batista, 38 years old, crossed into nor northern New York with the hidden snakes on a bus from Montreal to New York City on July 15th, 2018. The young adults, the young adult snakes were hidden... Oh, there were adult snakes. The young adult snakes were hidden in the inner thigh of his pants in snake bags tied to the pants drawstring. Snake bags. This is a whole other topic. Are snake bags actually a thing? Because if so, then maybe he was onto something. Because I was just thinking he was raw dogging it, putting the snakes in his pants. I mean, he'd have to have on, like, my kind of joggers where they got, like, the... I couldn't lift my leg up. I'm trying to lose weight again. Um, anyway, they got the, um, <laughs> they had, you know what joggers are. They have the, the closed kind of like the fitted bottom. I don't know. <laughs> Makes me feel secure. I like it. Um, I can't even imagine being the, the border patrol guy finding those snakes because I would probably let him go just because I'd be too scared to go near him. Um, but apparently, he purchased the snakes at, at a, from a reptile store in Canada for more than $2,500. But um, importation of Burmese pythons is regulated by an international treaty and by U.S. federal regulations listing them as injurious injur injurious sorry i don't know why i said injurious injurious to human beings so 
unsafe to travel. So he took it into his own hands and tried to smuggle them across the border. Um, the Burmese python, one of the largest snakes, is considered a vulnerable species in its native Asia and is invasive in Florida, where it threatens native animals. Batista's attorney had no comment. As would I. How big are Burmese pythons? Pythons. They're huge. Oh. 16 feet. And they were adults? How in the world did he fit those in his pants? You're trying to tell me this 16 foot snake. Three of them. Wait, three, right? Three? Well, it was three, right? Doesn't say. But, um... Apparently, three... Multiple 16-foot pythons were in this guy's pants. Um, initial thoughts... I'm disgusted and angry. And I probably would have let him go if I saw him. Um, now on to the next topic. And this... Oh boy, oh boy. Do we have another good one? Motorist motorist in England calls police to report he's too drunk to drive. Police in England say a drunken driver did the right thing after doing the wrong thing. An emergency dispatcher received an unusual call just before noon Monday when a motorist reported he was driving drunk and said he doesn't know what he's do doing. Nor North Yorkshire police said the man said he had a rough weekend. I mean... I get it. I mean, I don't drink, but I get it. I've had a couple rough weekends every now and then. You know, I haven't had any recently, but <laughs> I get it. Um, man calls the police to report that he is a drink driver, police said, using the British term for the offense. It's not every day that this happens. When officers arrived, the 52-year-old man was in a van on the side of the road. A breath test revealed he was three times over the legal limit. They're lucky they got him. He was arrested Monday and held in custody and released after being charged Tuesday with drunken driving in Harrogate Magistrate's Court. I mean, that's crazy. That's personally, not personally, that's... I thought there was going to be a little longer here, but... I mean, I kind of just, I read it all out. You know, you heard everything you needed to hear. Why are you drunk driving? Don't drunk drive. For anyone who's listening, we're going to get serious for a second. We don't drink and drive. We don't do that. And you know we don't do that. Because that's, one, it's nasty. It's nasty. It's gross. It's not good. Um, you just don't do that. You don't drink and drive because it's a bad look. Unfortunately, popular to contrary belief, drinking and driving is not a very um, yeah. Next article. I hope you're excited. Toddler gets stuck after climbing into a claw machine looking for a toy in an Australian mall. And before any of you judge, you know, we've all been there. We've all crawled into a, a claw machine before. Um, and if you haven't, you just haven't even lived. I've crawled into about maybe four or five. Um, claw machines, but anyway, Australian police came to the aid of a three-year-old boy after he became trapped inside a claw machine at a suburban shopping mall. 
Video of the unusual rescue was shared on social media by Queensland police on Thursday. It showed the toddler sitting inside the glass-walled box filled with plush toys, blissfully unaware of his predicament. I mean, if he wasn't scared, why take him out? That's what I think. If he wasn't worried, why bother? I don't really see the problem. If he wasn't worried, why bother? I wouldn't have taken him out. The boy's father, Timothy Hopper, said his son had disappeared into the claw machine's prize dispenser and inside it in a split second. I had zero chance to react to it. It was unbelievable how fast he climbed up there. The Australian Broadcasting Corporation reported Hopper saying, Sounds like somebody has some bad hand-eye coordination. I don't. Watch this. Check this out. The video then shows the officer and the boy's parents encouraging him into a safe corner at the back of the machine and to cover his eyes while the police shatter a glass panel to free him unharmed. Couldn't he have just crawled, crawled back out? I feel like he could have just... Do they not? I feel like most claw machines... How in the world did they even get all the stuffed animals in there? Did they need to shatter it? That doesn't make any sense because I feel like claw machines have like a little door. Unless they break the glass every time they need to put new stuffed animals in. Or they just throw the claw machine out. But I feel like if they were at like a professional place, they should have had like... You know, they should have had like the door get open so he could get out. Because now they just shattered a bunch of things and potentially harmed a little kid. Stupid little kid who probably deserved it, actually. So, never mind. I changed my mind. He deserved it. And that's about that. Um... Shall we get into the next and last topic of the day? Next topic. Hiker kills coyote with his bare hands after attack. Test confirmed the animal had rabies. That's not a good ending. A coyote that a hiker killed with his bare hands had tested positive for rabies. The Rhode Island Department of Environmental Management and the Rhode Island Department of Health announced. The hiker was attacked on Friday and bitten on the leg. While walking in the woods, Johnston, according to the police, the hiker pinned the coyote down by its neck, killing it by cutting off its air supply. Wow. I remember my uncle used to have coyotes walk around his yard, and I used to be really scared of them. But apparently, it's not that difficult to kill a coyote. The thing was, I was eight. So, I probably would have gotten killed by a coyote if they tried to get me. Um, I feel like... I feel like coyotes aren't really, like, gonna attack you, though. I feel like it's unusual for a coyote to attack you. I feel like I remember at least being told that. So what in the world was this guy doing that a coyote thought, he's gonna, I'm just gonna go attack this guy? Now I'm trying to think, because... No, because coyotes are kind of like foxes, where they're, they're all bark, no bite. You know, that doesn't make, so he had to be instigating, big word, new word of the day, instigating. He had to have been instigating that fight because that doesn't really make any sense. So honestly, that's what he gets. Now he has rabies for the rest of his life. Short life. Imagine dying of rabies. 
I don't think I know anybody who died of rabies. If I do, and there's family that's listening, I'm sorry. Also, if you are a um, family member that has had someone die of rabies, I'm sorry. Good moment. I just uh, got up to see how long this episode's been recording for, and my whole entire stomach just came up while I did that. So I guess it's time to announce that, yes, I'm going back on my meal prep. Yes, I'm going to lose weight. Um, I feel inclined to announce to everybody that this is going to be a long process yet again because, as some of you know, I went into a weight loss journey in early 2022, and I ended up losing 65 pounds. Um, yeah, and then I got into a relationship and gained 67 So, in a year. So it is February 24th, and I am back to my original weight. Well, not my original original. My original was, I lost 160 pounds, I think, something like that. I used to be in the 400s, if anyone was wondering, or close to it. I think it was like 385, something like that. Um, but, yes, I am going back on my meal prep, I hope. You all are kind enough to wish me luck on this fun journey yet again. Um, I'm excited. I'm excited to be able to sit down and my sh my windbreaker will close again. And let me just say one thing. I don't regret gaining all this weight back because I enjoyed it. I I had a good time with my girlfriend. We ate lots of good food. We enjoyed that time, but it is time for me to lock in and lose some weight, or else I won't be alive past 45, so let's wish Harry some luck, he's got it, thank you, Phillies are back this week, who's excited, I remember, I think, two years ago I talked about how the Phillies lost in the World Series, and I almost cried on the podcast, so let's win a ring this year. Let's take that ring back. So, our final, final topic of the day is a brand new one. It's called Inventions with Harry Bickings. Now today, you're probably wondering, what is Inventions with Harry Bickings? Inventions with Harry Bickings is an impromptu topic, an impromptu bit, where I have to come up on the spot with something life-changing and you all have to listen. I'm going to tell you what it is, what it does, how much it costs, and what in the world, who in the world is going to make it? Me. Um, so we're just going to shoot. And I want you all to know this is completely on the spot. I have no idea what I'm talking about. So without further ado, today I'm going to present to you the... The... The robot chair. The robot chair. The robot chair. Yes, the robot chair. So the robot chair is a robotic chair. It runs on... Uh, actually, it's weird. It runs on um, quadruple um, A batteries, 4A batteries or whatever. The huge ones. I don't know if that's what they are. It runs on a car battery and then, battery and then four of those. And you also have to charge it. But uh, the battery life is 16 years. So... It's worth it in the long run. Um, it's mainly designed for the uh, the physically enabled um, people, or you know, the people who, who wanted to get it. Um, but uh, the the 
the robotic chair is a chair that will strap you in like so like so um think of it as like a roller coaster chair okay you pull the chair down like that like the harness down and you're in it like a chair and then all of a sudden you stand up because the robotic legs also hook your legs to it so you're kind of like you're walking in the chair but anytime you want to sit down the chair goes back to normal and you can pull the harness up so it's kind of like some iron man action a little bit but it's just for the legs Oh, no. You know in Marvel movies, Rhodey had the... Sorry, microphone. Rhodey had the robotic legs. Yeah, think of it like that, but a robotic chair. So it's a chair like a... Okay, we're going to design the thing. A foldable chair, okay? A foldable chair with... And it's got wheels, too, in case... I mean, it walks for you. It walks for you. It walks for you. So it doesn't have wheels on it. Um, and the great thing about it is it's completely portable. It's portable. You can take it anywhere. Um, it costs, unfortunately, um, $9,999, but it's got a life expectancy of 300 years. So you can pass the robot chair down generation through generation, through generation, through generation, through generation, probably about five generations, 300 years. Um, I mean... I'm assuming in about 300 years, it'll be way behind its time or maybe ahead of its time. Think about it. The robot chair, it walks for you. It moves your legs for you. Think about it. Think about it. I want you to think right now. You're like, oh, I bought my chair. I don't want to get up though. Walk for me. And it's voice automated too. Oh my gosh. It's voice automated. So you're like chair up. And it's like, yes, sir. Chair up. And you get up, and it starts walking for you. And it kind of like, you know how Elon Musk has the brain thing? Well, mine is better, and it's more reliable. Um, you can connect it into your brain, so you don't even have to say anything. It's kind of just like legs. And you can take it off easily. It's it's strap-on. Velcro. It's Velcro. Um, but yeah, it's really exciting, and I'm excited to do it. Um, yeah, and it just walks anywhere. It's got a 16-year battery life. It has an expectancy of 300 years before it dies completely. Um, it can get you anywhere. It's only illegal in, um, unfortunately, it's illegal in Idaho and New Hampshire. Um, sadly, they were not thrilled by it when I talked to them about it. Um, but yeah, that is my invention. The robot chair coming 2026. I think that was pretty good. I think that was pretty good for on the spot. And I think I'm going to keep that bit. Even if that was a low rated bit, I think that was good. The robot chair. Okay. Okay. I'm going to end this sucker off because I want to go to bed. So um, I'm going to eat a bean boozled and let's just pick a random one. Oh my gosh. What? Baby blue or toothpaste? Oh, rats. I got toothpaste. Now I don't have to brush my teeth tonight. Life hack. And while we're at it, let's spin this sucker. Today we land on darts. I don't have darts. Today we landed on bubble time. Don't have to tell me twice. You kidding me? Bubble time. What? It's my freaking birthday or something? Three, 
3D, 3D, 3D. Mm. Anyway, that just about does it for this week's episode of the Good Times Cast. Thank you all for joining me. I hope you enjoyed it so well. Next week will be the return of guests. I'm so excited to show you who I have in store. I can't wait for you all to see. Thank you for watching. Good night.